morning and welcome to The Daily Buzz. I'm Robert Gerke. Utah lawmakers promised this year was going to once again be the year of the tax cut, and it's becoming more and more clear that they've made up their mind. Brian Schott reports that all the momentum in the Utah legislature is aimed towards an income tax cut next year with the potential of an additional Social Security tax relief and an earned income tax credit. Some lawmakers are pushing an alternate proposal to eliminate the tax on groceries, which supporters say would help families who need the money the most. The income tax being floated by the top lawmakers would ultimately save Utah families earning $72,000 a year, about $8 a month. Jazz Beat reporter and data columnist Andy Larson is pretty familiar with the new Salt Lake City International Airport, traveling back and forth for road games. Now he's noticed things inside the airport are moving a little slow, and he talked to Grant Burningham about why. So with me right now is Andy Larson, jazz writer and airport expert. Thanks for talking to us today, Andy. Yeah, thanks for having me on the pod. So I'm expecting this conversation to be equal parts crotchety and nerdy. Uh, Tell me what your central beef is here with the Salt Lake City Airport. So as part of my job, I am going to all these jazz road games, right? And frequently a frequent user of the Salt Lake City International Airport as a result. And like a lot of people, I'm, you know, upset at how big the airport is. But gosh, I just wish that the moving walkways at Salt Lake City's airport would move a little bit faster. Um, and get us from place to place in this new biggest airport much quicker than they currently do. So I investigated to try to see uh, what exactly was the cause of these slow moving walkways. So let's talk numbers. How slow are they? And can you compare them to other airports or other ways of moving people? Yeah, so the the moving walkways at Salt Lake City International Airport move 1.13 miles per hour. Generally, people move in in transit situations at an average of three miles per hour. If you have a treadmill that has kind of the miles per hour ticks, you can kind of get an idea of how fast this is. Maybe four miles an hour would be a brisk walk. So that the moving walkways only move at 1.13 miles per hour is is quite slow. There are walkways that move faster at various airports and other venues around the country, malls, and typically those can move up to one and a half or two miles per hour. There's actually U.S. code um, that says, hey, you you can't go over 180 feet per minute, which is about two miles an hour. So most of the moving walkways you've ever experienced are going to be under two miles an hour, but Salt Lakes are particularly slow at 1.13 miles per hour. So is there any easy fix for that? Can the airport just push a button and get them up to two miles an hour? Unfortunately, they can't. So they are all made by this company named Schindler. And these can be essentially turned up to 130 feet per minute. So about 1.5, 1.45 miles per hour, but they can't go all the way up to two. And even if they were to kind of turn that knob and make them go faster, they would actually need to replace some of the parts in the moving walkways in order to make that happen. Given the, the dozens of moving walkways that they have at Salt Lake City International Airport, this would be a expensive replacement project in order to kind of make all that happen. So Salt Lake's airport is known for its epically long walk post-renovation. It's It can be a half mile and take over 20 minutes. Have you heard complaints from other people about the slow moving walkways, or is this simply a one-man axe grinding call it over is, here? It is not. Luckily, there are other people on my side, although it certainly reads like an, a, a one-man axe grinding column. I do have an axe to grind, but I think there are many people who feel kind of this pain as well. And, you know, I've talked to a lot of people for the story who feel um, that, you know, if they have a place to go quickly, they'll actually choose not to use the moving walkways because there's sometimes traffic on the walkways. This is kind of a a concern and it is 
one of the reasons, for example, that they're considering putting a people mover train in the central tunnel more quickly than, than they envisioned. So let's suppose that engineering isn't an issue and U.S. code isn't an issue. What is your dream fix to this problem? How would we be hurling people through the Salt Lake City Airport? My dream fix is something that they currently do at the Toronto Pearson International Airport. And it's lovely. I've actually had a chance to go on this before, and it's it's called an accelerated moving walkway. And essentially what they do is it's still 1.5 miles per hour on the edges. It's still pretty slow. It feels like a normal moving walkway on the edges to get on and off of. But in the middle, the walkway actually accelerates. It goes up to 7.4 miles per hour in the middle. We did talk to someone who helped install the Toronto moving walkway. You know, it is a noisier machine. Sometimes people get their hands pinched on the handrail. Definitely is more expensive and labor intensive to replace and repair and maintain. So there are some downsides to this plan, but gosh, 7.4 miles an hour is just a heck of a lot faster than 1.13 miles per hour, wouldn't you say? All right, Andy Larson, thank you so much for talking to us. Thanks again. Next, reporter Kim Bajorquez explains a proposed bill that would change the way Utah offers driver's license testing to the Beehive State's growing community of non-English speakers. Utah may soon offer driver license tests in languages besides English. A bill sponsored by State Representative Galen Bennion would require the Utah Department of Public Safety's Driver License Division to offer license tests in a person's native language. The bill unanimously passed the House Transportation Committee this week. Currently, the agency only allows driver license tests to be translated for refugees and those who found asylum in Utah. The proposed legislation comes as Utah's population experiences rapid growth, particularly among Latino and multiracial communities. Immigrant rights advocates say the bill would lead to safer roads and boost Utah's workforce. Allowing people to take the driver's test in their preferred language could not just allow them the right to drive on Utah roads, but increase their likelihood of participating in the workforce, Benyon said. More than 45 states already offer driver exams in multiple languages, including Idaho, New Mexico, Nevada, and Arizona. 3,586 new COVID-19 cases were reported by Utah health officials Tuesday, down about 10,000 daily cases from a record high a couple weeks ago. Still, state officials are telling Utahns to forego testing sites, which were overwhelmed by Omicron. 791 people remained hospitalized, down from 813 on Monday. In response to the ongoing pandemic, the Utah National Guard has deployed about 50 soldiers to assist at long-term healthcare facilities in the state. After passing a two-day training course, the service members will be helping licensed nurses. And that's it for Wednesday. We'll be back tomorrow morning. Thanks to the Tribune's Joel Cardenas for editing the Daily Buzz, and a big shout out to Salt Lake City's own The Pelicans for our music. Have a great day, folks.